Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, kingdom principles, this has been some good stuff. I think it's helping me and you see this, okay? Um, Jesus, um, let's look at John 20, 19. John 20, 19. I think this is going to be good. Um, We understand that we are in the kingdom. We understand that the kingdom of heaven is within us. We understand the kingdom of heaven is our responsibility. But once we understand the kingdom principles, okay, and that's just God's word. It's really what it comes down to. God's word, God's rule, God's reign. Jesus sends us out into this earth to represent him, okay? Now, that's what I was talking about. You are an ambassador. Remember we talked about that? We talked about it on that Sunday. Talked about it again. What do you mean you're an ambassador? Well, you are someone, like a a natural ambassador. I was looking at this stuff. Um, um, is Is basically an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representation to a foreign country. So if I... If I was like, uh, let's make me an ambassador to Italy. I'd like that, right? I can go to Italy. I can hang out. I can have some food. It'd be nice, right? So if I was living in America and the United States government sent me as an ambassador from the United States government to, to Italy, I would be in Italy with diplomatic immunity, okay? Which means this. I would be protected by the country that sent me. Does that make sense? So America would send me, but I would not have to live by Italian rule. I would live, this is why you're a diplomat. You, you receive diplomatic immunity. I am sent as an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representation. So the rules of America would govern me even though I'm in Italy. Okay? Isn't that cool? And that country that received me would understand he doesn't really live by the rules of our country. He lives by the rules of his country. He's an ambassador. Okay, so I would be given diplomatic immunity, okay, and I would give, be given a legal immunity that ensures diplomats are given safe passage and they're considered not susceptible to the laws, okay, or the lawsuit or prosecution under his host country's laws. That's why you better make sure if you send somebody, they're not a nut job. Because if you send this guy, because they can get away with everything over there. You've seen this, right? So if God has called me and you to be an ambassador, then guess what we're going to do? We're going to live according to heaven. Come on. Somebody see this? So, right? so, you, so this is what happened. So God said, okay, you don't belong from there. And I'm going to explain this stuff, okay? This is really good stuff, I think. This is really helping. So God's saying, you belong from heaven. Yeah, you want, you want to see scripture? I'll help you see this. Look at this. Because everybody reads this, right? And they go, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I know that's you, but um, you, I think you're going to like this if you read it. Okay? Let's check this out. I, I, mo- I don't know how many people really see this stuff. Okay? Go with me to 2 Corinthians 5. And um, let's go to 16. 5, 16. Now, when I read some of this, you're going to go, I know that scripture. But you got to read it in context so you can really pull this stuff in. It's really going to show you something, okay? 2 Corinthians 5, 16. So we understand this. Wherefore, henceforth, know we, no man after the flesh. Does that make sense? 
He's saying, don't know this, don't, you don't got to know this guy after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet, come on, what? Now, henceforth, know we him no more. So he's saying, look, he's saying, don't, don't just look at this carnal. You know what I mean? Don't look at natural stuff. There's a spiritual world, right? Therefore, if any man, y'all know this one, right? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Old things have what? Passed away. Behold, all things are become new. See it? Got it. And all things are of God. Praise God. Who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. See this? And all things are of God who hath what? Reconciled us. So we understand. So we're new creatures in Christ. You, okay? Now this, this, this is big. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, remember? Old things have passed away. Okay. Who hath given us the ministry of reconciliation and given us that ministry. To wit, God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. See that? So how did God get me and you back? Through Christ. So like you start thinking like God really crucified himself through the person of Jesus. Now try to wrap your head around that one. Right? God was in Christ. How? Same way you're in Christ. I'm going to say something. It's true. God wasn't in Christ. Just think of this. God wasn't in Christ per se in the physical sense on the cross, but he was there in the spiritual sense on the cross, just like me and you were there. Spirituality gives me access to things that are un impossible without God. That's why the impossibility of things has become so simply possible the moment you understand spiritual things. Because there's no realm of limitation within the spirit. Not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now here we go. Okay. Now then, look at this. We are what? Ambassadors. We're ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray, what? You in Christ's deed be reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Everybody loves that. But wait a minute now. We've been made what? Ambassadors. There's that word. Well, what do you mean I'm an ambassador? Remember we said that? You become the representation of God in the earth on God's behalf. Now, what, now, now you, did you pull that in? Because, okay, so there's that scripture. You, become, you can see it in, um, um, there's, a, there's a couple other places I think you could see, um, 
I want to. I'm just kind of sitting on this for a minute because you could see it in um, Ephesians six twenty. Go Ephesians six six twenty. Let me see this six nineteen six twenty. Ephesians six twenty. It's going to be. But let's read nineteen. There's that word again. And for me, yeah, you go. And for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. See that? Make known mysteries of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds. There's that word again. There's that word again. That therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. See it? I'm a what? I'm an ambassador in the earth. Even though, he said this, even though, he was basically saying this, even though he was in prison, he still was an ambassador. He understood his position. Mm. Don't you like that? Ambassador. So I'm going to show you this ambassador. Remember we talked about that? So what is an ambassador? You can go do like a normal natural study of this. You know what I mean? If you want. You know, what, what does that mean to be an ambassador? Remember we read this? An ambassador is what? A diplomat sent by a country as it's a fit. Your, your country you came from is heaven. That's why you're a new creature in Christ. Sent by a country as its official representation to a foreign country. And the rules of that country do not apply to him. So this is like what God's doing you. He's like, okay, here you are, right? And he took us from heaven and translated. Remember we read that in Colossians 1? He translated us from the darkness and put us in the marvelous light. And then God said, go into the earth. And he puts us in the earth. And we are not subject to the law of the earth. But the laws of the kingdom make us subject to some of the laws of the earth. Does that make sense? Now, you can't just walk around. Because this is where, how you get, this is where you'd be like, well, you could just go do whatever you want. No. God said, you as an ambassador, submit yourself to their laws. See it? He told them this. That's why when Peter even came and said, hey, man, should we serve this? He said, you give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. You pay your taxes. You live like a responsible person. God told us all this in the word of God. He says in Romans 13, 1, right, all authority came from God, even the ungodly. Because you'd be sitting here going, I don't have to listen to this. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Now watch this now. So where, where is my limitation? My limitation is set to compromising the word of God. Once I have to compromise the word of God, I do not follow some of the jurisdiction of the earth. Does that make sense? Now, I could disagree with it, but I don't need, I don't need to be voicing that at a place where it's going to bring reproach upon God. But I do have to live my life within the bylaws of the earth. But there's a lot of stuff in the earth doesn't line up with my heavenly assignment. Therefore, I do not take that on as my own belief. So let me show you how this works. He puts us in the earth with kingdom principles and then where the earth tries to make you compromise the word of God in disobedience, I will not do it. I will refuse to become part of it. Now what everybody else does, that's their own business. I none of my business. I'm my keeper. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's not, like, everybody wants to go tell everybody else how to live. Well, go live it yourself, and then just, then whoever else follows you would be great. 
but you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not down. I've been saying this for years. There's a lot of things that even our country stands for that I do not stand for. And we're going to fight these things for the rest of our life. I'd rather say this. Hey, look, here's the deal. As a country, we don't stand for this. As a country, we do not align with this. As a country, we are not part of this. But if you knuckleheads want to go do it, leave them alone. What are you going to do? You can't force people to do certain things. It's just not going to happen. They're just going to, they'll figure a way around it. You know what I mean? You know, it's like anything you want to talk about. You want to talk about all those things. I don't want to get in this. I'm not a politician. What I am, though, is a preacher, and I'm anointed for this. So stay with me. So what does that mean? I'm an ambassador sent by God to the earth, and now I am here with a different set of rules because I'm serving the king with the kingdom. You better get that now. What does that mean? So diplomatic immunity means I'm immune to this stuff. Okay? Then you guess you got to live according to heaven. And if you and God is God owns the world. Now you got to get this, right? God owns the whole world, but he hasn't been put back in authority over the whole world. It's his earth. And he made the earth in the fullness thereof. But he gave Adam the land lease to the earth and said, hey, you go run my earth that I made. And when Adam gave the authority over to the devil, he said what? And all the, remember when Jesus came and he tempted him? He said, and he said, he said, he said, uh, turn your stone into bread. He said, no. He said, throw yourself down. He said, no. He said, cast, he said, bow down and worship me. He said, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the earth. Now who's in charge? Of, who owns all the kingdoms of the earth? Now let me show you something here now. God created him, but right now the Antichrist is the authority over him because of Adam's sin. Do you get that? But they belong to God. Now watch this. Here's the good news, right? So then what hope do we have? The church. He sent me. Now I'm here. Let's just take, just take me and you and the church worldwide. I could use me because I could see me. You could see me. And let's just use me and we're all together in this, right? He sent me in the earth with his kingdom principles and even though this earth is being run demonically, because it is, you have authority over all of it to stop it. Then why isn't it happening? Church hasn't taken its place. So what, this is why we're going to come out on the other side so strong, man. After this series, you're going to be a nightmare. You really are. Because I'm not tolerating nothing. Don't ask me. I'm serious, man. Something's going to happen. Something's happening to me. I know it is. I can feel it. I'm almost kind of nervous about it because, like, I'm coming out the other side with the high yah back. You know, like, yeah, like, I'm here slaying devils, like, slap him. Like, no, like, who, who, how dare you? You know, you got that, how dare you, God, like, David, like, who do you think you're talking about, talking about my God like that? Who do you think, who do you think, you uncircumcised Philistine, who do you think you're talking about? Look, man, I'm starting to get that edge, man. Like that edge, like that edge. Like what? Like demand. Because you know what's funny? This is all a catalyst. This is why it's good for you, us to be together. This is why I get to share this stuff. I was, last month, I was kind of like, no, it was last month? I don't know, a couple of months before this, I was aggravated. I wasn't aggravated with you guys or something. I just had that, like, I knew I was tracking something with God because, you know, I, I'm praying every day in tongues and doing my stuff, and I got aggravated, right? And the aggravation was like this, like, no, God, this isn't good enough. 
Like, I don't want these business people just here. I want them there. I don't want to see this physical thing there. You know, somebody asked me the day. They said, you know, like, I don't want to see people. Yeah, and that was another thing too. I don't want nobody dying. I don't want, no, why? They don't have to die. Live and not die. Live to be 100 and some odd years old, right? So nobody's dying. Nobody's allowed to die. Nobody's allowed to get sick. Nobody's allowed to be broke. Nobody, I'm, I'm like, really, I'm like, I'm aggravated. And like, no, these doors got to open. We got to go preach the gospel. This stuff's got to happen. And I, I'm not waiting. And I got, I got like fed up with the waiting, you know, like, what are we waiting for? And God got on me. And I got real serious about the, the rules are reaping for you guys, the increase coming in your life, your, your promises from, the biggest one was the promises of heaven. Because it wasn't even the rules are reaping. It was like, I want these guys to have the promises that God promised them. All of it. And one of them's wealth, health, life, good marriage. Life. Man, and I was, I was getting a little ornery with God. Like, hey, buddy, let's go. What's it up? Where's it at? What do we got to do? Blah, blah. And I was a little feisty. And how many of you know when I get a little feisty, it's not, I'm not dumb. I know God's, oh, okay, God's like, hey, you know what? Hey, PC, you know what? Son, I'm sorry. I know every once in a while I'm God and I miss it. So you know what? I'll just make up the due time and I'll, 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 I'll speed up to help you out because, you know, I know I'm God, but, you know, every once in a while I'm a little slow. Look, man, I ain't stupid. Look, you know what I know? It's me, man. And you got to sometimes get angry and aggravated where you're at to have at motion to change. You know, you got to get fed up. And anger meaning like be angry and sin not kind of angry. Like this is not good enough. This is not the standard of the word of God. I don't want to see status quo Christianity in these things. I want the best life now for these guys. God's like, okay, buckaroo, you want it? I was like, yeah. You can't duplicate what you're not and the people around you. I said, yeah, I want it. He brought Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom. And I'm like, I am seeking the kingdom. He's like, nah. Not at the level where I want you to. That means you have nothing. You're right. You're right. You, you, the, when you really seek the kingdom of heaven, you become a nobody. I don't want to, it's not like I'm trying to be somebody. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I don't have a dime or a dollar because it's all kingdom. I don't have an opinion because it's all kingdom. I don't even have a will because it's all kingdom. I don't, even have a, I don't even get to do what I want to do at all. It's all kingdom. And you live this sacrifice spot and you realize I can't. It's all kingdom. Seek first the kingdom and God's right. What do you mean? No, you don't get to do what you want to do. You don't get to say what you want to say. You don't get to even think what you want to think when the kingdom of heaven becomes your number one priority. I'm not even allowed to think those thoughts no more. I'm not allowed to say those words no more. I'm not allowed to act like that. I'm not allowed to behave like that. I am a representation of God in the earth. I can't even do what I want to do. My life's all about. And then you look and you go, Jesus, you know what's... I don't say anything I don't hear my father tell me to say, and I don't do anything I don't hear my father tell me to do. Oh, so you're learning what it's like to be like me. Yeah. And then you could be like me in the earth. How bad do you want it? How bad do you really want it? Now, I'm not talking to you. I said, oh, yeah, I want it. Let's do it. Let's go. And the moment that decision was internally made, the revelation from heaven of the position in the earth was released. I 
no doubt in my mind. And this was a, I'm an ambassador. I'm from a different planet. Where'd you come from? I came from heaven. You came from heaven. The moment you got born again, you came from heaven and heaven is your home and your final resting place is heaven. Not the box they put you in and stick you in the dirt. You know, like they said at the funeral, your final resting place. Nah, that ain't your final resting place. That's just where you're leaving your bones and you're coming back for a brand new body anyway. Your final resting place is heaven. You are, seriously, without a shadow of a doubt, this is so good. You are a representation of heaven in the earth. And the earth's looking at you going, what in the world is this? And if you don't know no better, you'll let this thing, you'll conform. I won't say that. I won't do that. Jesus did it. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do exactly what my father told me to do. And if you don't like it, get over it. I'm not backing up on what I know. I'm not backing up on what I say. I'm not backing up on any of this stuff. I'm pressing forward for the prize. I set my face like flint, and I'm going to go after this thing. What is he saying? He's saying, look, I will not be denied what I need to get manifest in heaven. So that means I came and you came from heaven in the earth. Now watch this. Well, the laws of the earth, no, the laws of the earth, now I'm going to say this, hear the whole thing in context. The laws with the earth have nothing to do with me, okay? But because God's word has told me to subject myself to those laws, I will. Does that make sense? That God has no one rogue. So I don't want to hear you went out and do this. This is why when you get these people flying off the handle in the name of God, it ain't God. God tells you to submit yourself to authority. You see it? But now where does that line get drawn? When it contradicts the word of God. And that God will even tell you that. Like this is what God said. Like if they came to you and said, you got to go worship a false God. No. You got to bow down. No. You got no. You got to believe no. I believe the word of God. So see what I'm saying? But I am what? Heavenly representation of God in the earth. So what do you think the earth's going to do? It's, it's going to fight against you to enforce your dominion in the earth because it does not want you to have the opportunity to, to what? To correct it and subdue it. That's what you do. You go out in this earth and you correct and you subdue and you, 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 you be fruitful and you multiply, and even in the midst of the mess, when it sees you, it knows it has to give you what it needs to give you because it cannot contradict you because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And that's the thing. For most church, you know what happens is they don't know that, and they live beneath with all of it because they don't know how to enforce it, and you're learning how to enforce it. Look at John 20. Remember we were talking about this? John 20, 19. I think you're going to like this. John 20, 19. Okay, in John chapter 20, verse 19, it says the same day at the evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews came, Jesus, and stood in the midst and said, peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. So he said, this is after the crucifixion. They, when his resurrection body showed up, this is when we've seen Thomas become doubting and he's done and he's after that. Because I want you to see this. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then Jesus said to them again in red letters, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. See that right there? So Jesus is what? Sending you into the earth like an ambassador sent from a foreign nation, 
or to represent the king. We, we, you understand that? That's what we do. Woohoo, I like that. That's why everything we need to do, we need to do in word and deed. Come on, that's Colossians 3.17. You want to see that? Go look at that Colossians 3.17. You're going to like that, amen? Come on, you're an ambassador, okay? Colossians 3.17, then we're going to go look at this, right? Colossians, I like, I li- I like uh, you know, they, Brother Hagin used to tell you, live in, live in, live in uh, Colossians, if, uh, live in um, uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Live in, the, live in the epistles. Colossians 3.17. I like this. It says, and, 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 what's, and whatsoever you do. Man, I like that. What, I'm a whatsoever. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, I'm a whatsoever. What do you mean I'm a whatsoever? <laughs> Where do I come up with this stuff? Colossians 3.17 says, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks being unto God the Father, right? What does that mean? Whatsoever you do in word and deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. What's that mean? That means what? Whatsoever you do, do it. Do it like Jesus would do it. Be the representation of him in the earth. I've been telling people that. So, okay. So here we go. Ready? So write this down. The anointing of a God is going to need faith to flow through it. Okay? The anointing of God is going to need faith to flow through it. Is that all right? Why do I tell you that? Because you got to understand something. The kingdom, now this, this, this could be good too. You, could, you need to see this, right? Because I started thinking about this. I was like, well, if these people don't know the kingdom of heaven's in you, um, how, in the heaven, how in the heaven are they going to pull this off? Now watch this. You're going to like this. You're going to like this. I got to find this one thing. I had this one thing. And man, I, I, re- I really like the way I wrote this. So, um, yeah, I like this. Y'all, you're all going to know this thing. It's in Luke. I think Luke really explains it where you kind of get it. But um, this kingdom's not coming. Um, go to Luke 17, 20. Luke 17, 20. We're going to look at that. And he starts explaining to how we find the kingdom. Okay? When you get to Luke 17, 20, check this out. And when he, dem- when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God could come, because they're all like, hey, you keep talking about this kingdom, when's it coming? He's like, no, nah, man, this ain't a physical kingdom you're going to see just yet. You're going to see at the second coming of Christ, we're going to see that kingdom reestablished in the earth. But he answered, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall you say, lo, it's over here or it's over there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So when the new birth experience happened, God's kingdom, his rule, his reign, his word, his authority is inside of you. So that is why when you come to the earth, the kingdom of heaven is manifested in the sons of God. That is why we read that scripture in Romans. Remember I read that scripture? We've been talking about that. It says the earth is waiting for the sons of God to manifest so that kingdom could be exposed. The kingdom of heaven is in the corporate body of Christ. When the corporate body of Christ finally gets its... its um, platform to be revealed in the earth, it's going to bring God's glory throughout an earth that's been cursed and change it. And that's it. You're going to see the kingdom in it. But how many of you know you can manifest the kingdom one of you right now and refuse all of darkness? It's God's honest truth, man. And people think, well, I don't know if I can do that. You can. You want to know why? Because you got authority. 
that kingdom's in you. He wants you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Look at Matthew 13, 11. Matthew 13, 11 is the, is the parable um, where you understand. Disciples came to him and said, why do you speak to me in parables? Matthew 13, 10, 11. It's really about the Mark chapter 4 seed. But look what it says in verse 11. He answered it and said to him, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not given. God, want, God said it's easy for you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. He said, but I speak to you in parable forms because I don't want them to understand what I'm talking about. They didn't understand what he was saying. But why is he talking like that? Because he didn't want them to get it. So what is the kingdom of God? We've been talking about this. The kingdom of God is the rule of its King Jesus and the lives of the subjects of Jesus. It begins in the heart of kingdom citizens and from there it extends to all areas of your life. This is a, the kingdom of heaven begins as a matter of the heart and then becomes an influence in the earth from the what? The dominion of the church. It's an attitude of the heart, becomes a revelation of the heart, becomes an understanding in the heart, and then becomes a manifestation there. Like, no, nah, I'm not going. I'm not doing it. The kingdom of heaven is specifically revealed in the heart of the believer. The present authority or rule of the kingdom of God is a spiritual rule in the heart of the believer where Jesus has dominion and has given rule and authority in every aspect of your life. And this thing's forever. So you might say, well, what part do I play in this? Okay, it is the rule of Christ in the heart of the believers over, over a lifetime will change your character, conform your will, and give you internal position and place in the family of God. Where you live in the spirit, move beyond your soul, walk in a resurrection body, and are free from certain rule and reign. It basically, as you do this, you, you surrender yourself to God, you become free from self-rule, and you begin freely to serve the king, he will exchange and return from this sacrificed life, give you dominion over all the earth. Now that's 2 Timothy 2. Look at 2 Timothy 2. You gotta see this, because this will show you. Because these are where these scriptures make more sense. But there's a part of this that most people don't get. 2, 11, and 12. 2 Timothy 2, 11, and 12. Okay, right? It is, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, new creature in Christ, we live with him, resurrected power of God. We will what? Suffer, we reign. If we deny him, he will docile deny us. But if we believe, he will be faithful forever. See what I'm saying? So that's 13. But you get what I'm saying. He's like, look, man, if you deny, you get empowered. Now, what's that mean, deny? You don't get to just go in there, like... like Here's the thing with this kingdom business. 
if you do not submit your life to the kingdom principles, you cannot have the authority you need to have in there. That's what that Roman centurion figured out. He came in there and said, all right, I'm a man of authority. Yeah. Why did you submit to Jesus' authority? You didn't have to. You're not even in covenant. He chose to. And once he submitted to the authority of, of the one he was not even in covenant with, he received the what? The same power of the one who he submitted to. That's the key. That's covenant. The lesser makes a deal with the greater, and the minute the lesser connects covenant, right, through submission, he becomes what? Just as powerful as the greater. That's why you have good allies. So when we're down here as ambassadors, how many like that? I like that, right? I'm an ambassador for Christ. We sing all these songs and read all this stuff, but what does that really mean? Well, act like a king. Revelation 1 and 5. Look at Revelations 1, 5, and 6. Ooh, come on, somebody. Somebody said, he's opening the book of Revelations. God, be careful over there. It's scary back there. No, it ain't. And look at Revelations 1, 5, and 6. You're going to love this. Come on, you see it? Look at one, five, and six. You like this? If you didn't get it yet, you're going to get it. All right. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten. Everybody say first begotten. Come on, man. The what? The first begotten. First, come on, man. Of the dead and the prince of the king's of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Yeah, okay, I like that. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. He made you a king and a priest. Unto God, his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Glory and what? Woo! Come on, everybody say glory and dominion. What did he give you? How about this? Made you to be kings and priests and give you what? Glory and dominion. Glory and dominion. I don't know about you, but man, when I know I got glory and dominion, I know I've got life transformation, don't you? Amen. Now look at this, look at this, look at this. I got, how much time I got? I got a little bit of time. I got a little bit of time. Check this out, right? Check this out. Look at Romans 5. Go to Romans 5, 14. Nevertheless, death, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. 5, 14. You won't see this. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Same way. Who is what? The figure of him that was come. All right, I'm cool with it. And you know what's funny? If you read it in like um, Passion, 
Look at 514 in the Passion, then we'll go back to, we'll go back to King James because they need to see this. Because this will, we can maybe even read, let's just read the whole thing in the Passion and you, you know what the King James says. You read the King James a hundred times probably right now. Yet death had reigned from Adam to Moses. You see that? Even though they hadn't broken a command the way Adam did or had. So Adam broke the commandment. Death reigned from Adam to Moses, even though they hadn't broken the command the way Adam did. So he's saying, look, they're all stuck in the same likeness of sin. Because sin had to get done away. The first man, Adam, was a picture of the Messiah who was to come. Now there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience. Oh, come on, somebody. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. It is true that many died because of one man's transgression, but how much greater will God's grace and his gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of one, one, what one man, Jesus, the Messiah, did for us? Okay? and Look at this. Look at this. Read all the way to 18. And this free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than that was given to us through the one who sinned. Far, because, oh, sorry, far. For because of one transgression, we are all facing death, the death sentence. See that? We're all facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. But the gracious gift, come on. But the gracious gift leaves us free from our many failures and brings us into the perfect righteousness of God acquitted with the words not guilty. Death once held us in its grips and by the blunder of one man. Oh, did you hear that? By the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. But now, I must say but now, touch your neighbor, say but now, touch your neighbor, say but now, but now, but now. How much more are we held in the grip of grace Woo! And continue to reign as kings in life. Enjoy our legal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only champion of the world, Jesus, the Messiah, and still the reigning champion, pound for pound, the greatest fighter of all time, Jesus, the Messiah, the undefeated one, the eternally victorious one. I'm adding a little bit of time. Come on, somebody. That's the God you serve. In other words, just as the condemnation came upon all people through our transgression, so through one righteous act of Jesus' sacrifice, the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads to a victorious life is now available to all. Woo, come on, somebody. I'll tell you, I read the whole thing. I, 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 you got to be, if you ain't excited by now, you ain't breathing. Come on. Are you pulling this in? That's who you are. That's who you serve. Go in the earth and dominate. And stop living. Stop backing up. And, and what if it don't work? Bump all that. What, what if this? Leave it alone. 
Go claim the victory that heaven gave you and enforce it in the earth and have that dominion at another level because that is who you are and that's what God called you to be and that's what you're going to mass produce in your life supernaturally in every arena of life. I promise you that. I, mean, I preach myself happy tonight. How about you? Glory to God. Amen. If you ain't happy, you just turn your, turn your frown upside down. Come on. Get, get excited about Jesus. Glory to God. Let me pray for you. Father, I, I just thank you for these guys walking in a dominion, knowing they're ambassadors, know they have supernatural success, know they have victory, know they have ability, know they have the power to overcome every area of life. I thank you, Father, for these kingdom principles are being released, bringing change, bringing transformation, and bringing supernatural access to a greater life. That's what it's all about. It really is. I don't say that in a weird way. I just say that in a good way. Supernatural access to a greater life. That's what you've given us, and you also want us to enforce your victory in the earth. That's what Jesus said you could have. That's what Jesus said you could do, and that's what Jesus said we're here to enforce, and that's what we're going to do because we're the believers, and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, guys. Don't forget, a lot of really cool stuff coming up. Check the relevant news. We got the picnics coming up. We got some outreach stuff coming up. We got a lot of great things coming up. I promise you, man. Don't miss out on some of this cool summer stuff. We got some of you guys kind of connecting, starting some groups, getting together, getting that energy going in the right direction because it's all about relationship. Let's do life together and let's do it together the way God wants us to do it. You know how I want us to do it? With one another. Amen? That's the awesome part about it. I love you and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.